Hello everyone and welcome once again to another episode of Homeschooling Matters, where we talk about matters pertaining to homeschooling as well as the value of homeschooling. My name is Nikki Rodriguez and I'm your podcast host right here on Homeschooling Matters. It's recorded in the Twin Island Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. I am located on the island of Trinidad and I am here for you to give you whatever support is necessary. So since we started off season six, we talked about the fact that, you know, the powers that be have their ideology and their agenda as to how they want to broach certain topics concerning our children, sexuality, that type of thing. We had guest speakers to start the podcast of the season. Then I went into talking about the fact that homeschooling is a very viable option, that many people were looking at pandemic schooling as if it was what homeschooling really is. And I had to set the record straight. A lot of people don't understand fully what homeschooling is. So last week in the last episode, I discussed basically what the different homeschooling philosophies can look like. What are the different flavors of homeschooling? schooling. We discussed unit studies. We talked about unschooling. We talked about road schooling and world schooling. We talked about traditional schooling, classical education. We also talked about unit studies, that unit studies approach, the Montessori method, and of course, the Charlotte Mason method. And what I find personally, I love and subscribe to, which is the eclectic method, which is basically taking a little bit of this and a little bit of that and flavoring your homeschooling journey so that it works well for all involved. Remember, we have eight children and they're eight unique God-given individuals. And so we don't want to stifle any of their creativity and uniqueness. So as they grow and as they show certain parts of them, how they learn and so on, then we're able to cater to their particular learning style and customize their education for them. So speaking about learning styles, we're going to touch a little bit on that today. And I don't know how many of us realize that there are many different learning styles out there. Okay. I don't know what your specific learning style is. I know what mine is. I learn visually and I learn orally or auditory. I also learn, you know, kinesthetically and so on. I can touch, I can move, I can do different things, but my primary or predominant style of learning will be visual as well as auditory. Sadly, that's the only type of learner that our education systems by and large tends to cater to. We tend to cater to the visual learner as well as the auditory learner. And that really is not fair because what you find happening is that you have children all together in one classroom environment. Some of them may be visual or spatial learners. Some of them may be auditory. Some may be tactile and some may be kinesthetic. So if you've never heard of the varying um, learning styles, let me break it down for you. Basically, the visual learner tends to learn through seeing. If you're a teacher standing in front of a classroom on a blackboard, you're teaching, you're putting out information on a blackboard or whiteboard space. The children are picking up their books and they're looking, reading through information. That learner will thrive in that environment. It's fine. They'll be the ones that will be categorized as very bright, outstanding, exceptional students because they are being taught how they best learn. That's their learning style. It works best for them. Then you have the auditory learner. They learn through hearing. So for example, you will find this particular child may not like to read as much, but you could give them that information and they could listen. They would prefer to listen to the books or they would listen to the teacher and they would be able to hear and assimilate the information and action. So like I said, the education system tends to cater predominantly to those two. However, you have people that are tactile. They learn through touch. They have to touch and feel and experience. Sadly, not enough of that tactile educating takes place in our conventional systems. Why? Because the children are made 
because of course they want to maintain decency and order etc they can't have people walking around running around touching this and touching that so you would find that if there's anything to be experienced through touch the teacher might stand and hold it in front of the class or maybe bring one or two students to touch it and have them experience that particular thing and then explain to the rest of the class what it feels like but sadly the tactile learner the one who really needs to touch it and experience it and get the information that it can get that way might be lost in the free and then of course you have the kinesthetic um, learners and they learn through doing and moving again those children because that is how they learn they have to experience they have to move they like to dance and flip and roll and different things but school these days isn't even cater to that even with the break times that the children have the break times are very very limited and when you catch yourself sometimes even the break times have been turned into into study periods or lessons times because you have when children are being prepared for some of the local examinations where lunch is relegated to just a few minutes you grab something to eat and drink and then you report back to class to start preparing for the next subject or whatever the case may be so you're finding that we are moving more and more away from allowing children to truly be children and really appreciating play as their their language as their career and really trying to stymie their natural inclinations which is obviously to play because that's how they best learn we have dumbed down the value of how they learn and replace it with what we think is best as adults and that is what's happening within not only our school system locally but by and large through many of the, the, the school systems throughout the world you have standardized tests that the children are always being prepared for so it's a constant regurgitating of facts and figures and then we think at the end of the day when they pass those things that oh they're educated they can move on to the next level or the next grade but that's not it guys there are different learning styles and i've heard it said before that all children can learn and i truly believe that just like i believe that all kids are gifted some may just unwrap their presence at a different time but they all have a gift they all have a talent they all have something within them that is god-given that they can gift to the world if given the opportunity but if we keep stifling their creativity and quenching their imagination when will that come to the fore i know people for example like myself i talk for a living but when i was in school i was told to shut up all the time because i was constantly talking i was always getting in trouble for talking but guess what talking is what pays my bills these days right of course now i've discovered other parts of my being especially through covid I didn't think I ever had a creative side because that was also stifled. It was stymied while I was being educated going through. I was talking to a group of parents, um, members of a financial institution a little while ago. They asked me to come in and speak to them concerning homeschooling and at homeschooling and managing children at home and that type of thing. And, you know, you're hearing that people, are, you know, one of the guys towards the end after we were ending the meeting, after we had ended the meeting, actually, he was the last person to leave the room. He said he just realized um, that he doesn't need to be so dependent on the education system, that he taught himself many things throughout his life. And so he's trying to train his children up to be more independent of the system and to more be, you know, self-motivated and that type of thing and as i said that's basically what homeschooling tends to facilitate critical thinking a love of learning and self-discovery and of course motivation self-motivation so guys every single child can learn i hate the fact that they slap labels on children like i always tell people labels stick you label a child ADD, ADHD, dyslexic, etc. And that label can stick with them for the rest of their life. And while that might be so, it doesn't mean that the child can't learn. 
Is it possible that the child that you have labeled ADD or ADHD might just be a kinesthetic learner? But you have them boxed into a room that's catering only to the oral or the auditory and visual learner. That's quite the possibility. But you give that child the freedom to learn and explore through movement. And you would realize, wait a minute, that same information they were catching their nanan, as we say in Trinidad and Tobago. Or in other words, they were catching a lot of trouble and grief to be able to grasp. They got it so much easier. I'm hearing wonderful testimonies coming from parents who are telling me that, you know, some people are, you know, crying in some groups that I look at moms and dads frustrated with the online schooling. But what is also happening in that environment is that parents have been at home with their children for what, 18, 19 months now. And some of the children are actually thriving because the parents can actually see their children and see where they may be weak and be able to undergird what's being done in the school. And of course, we know that some parents have seen their children and have decided, you know what, I can do even better with and for them. And so that is what's happening. Guys, really and truly, learning styles differ from child to child, from family to family. It matters not if they're all siblings. They can learn differently, but the fact is that they all can learn. Let us Take a moment and just step and see if the problem wasn't that our teaching style didn't line up with their learning style. Okay, again, there's so much more we could talk about in terms of homeschooling, but I wanted to just kind of whet your appetite once again concerning this. Again, I go into greater detail about these learning styles and so on, how to discover your child's learning style, etc. in my e-course. Um, the one that I'm doing right now, cycle two, will be ending towards the end of October. I'm thinking whether or not I should do the next one from the second week in November. That way we will end the, towards the middle of December, or if I should just start in January. The thing is, I would gladly just start in January, but I know a lot of people do want the information like now. In that meeting that I was just speaking at, uh, it was a Zoom session, it was a webinar that I was doing, uh, I am still amazed that so many people have so much erroneous information about homeschooling. So I understand now that the need is really there to get the information out as soon as possible. I heard from someone at the Ministry of Education that there's hundreds of parents that they have to call because so many people are taking their kids out of the system and so on. Again, some of them are taking their children out of the system to homeschool them. Yes, rightly so. It's fine. It's legal right? But some are taking them out and putting them into the care of other people. That is not homeschooling, guys. I can't stress that enough. Be very, very careful. A lot of people are propping up now and promoting that they're offering homeschooling and stuff. It is not. It is private tutoring. If that's the way you want to go, that's okay as well. I understand that everybody may not feel that they're able to homeschool, but at the same time, do your due diligence and investigate. Make sure the person is who they say they are and that they can do what you want them to do. Do you want them to replicate what was being done in the school system or do you want something else, something better? So all of those things you need to put out there, make it very clear, let them lay their, their cards on the table while you lay yours as well. And let's get the right, let's make the right decision for your children going forward and for your family. All right, guys. So until next week, God willing, we'll chat some more about, you know, another aspect of homeschooling. And until then, take good care. Bye-bye.